who come to this happy place, welcome. Hello, all you beautiful people. Welcome to episode 55 of the Diz Insider Show. Yes, 5-5. Man, look at us. I'm still trying to adjust my mic. <laughs> That's okay. It keeps falling. But um, we got new stuff. Yes. If you guys heard the theme song, it is actually inside the... Uh, okay. Soundboard. Yes, we have a soundboard now, which is really cool. Um, why don't you test it out on... Test out like a drum roll or something. Yeah, let's do this. I don't know if this is a drum roll, but hang on. See that? That is so sick. All right, that is awesome. Yeah. All right, oh, yeah. turn it off. <laughs> We're going to get used to this. Yes, we are. As I'm still trying to adjust my mic, Skylar, uh, start telling everybody what we've been up to. Yes, so we have been, uh, so we've been basically upgrading the studio. Okay, there uh, we go. Okay, cool. We're up, good. Upgrading We're good. the studio, new equipment, stuff like that for the podcast. Um, we'd like to welcome, uh, has he been a part of the team? Have I announced him yet? Or was John? He part of, yeah. Yeah. You announced John already. Oh, okay. Um, you know, we have John on board kind of rocking and rolling. Yes. Um, you know, the, the, the website's kind of full steam ahead. Uh, we'll switch back to, as you can tell, we're obviously not on video, but we'll switch back to that. We're taking a week or two off while we adjust to the new equipment and figure out how we're going to do uh video again. Um, but yeah, it's, this is stuff that's. Very new to us in terms of new equipment and higher quality production value. Um, but, yeah, we're jumping into the thick of things, and right now it sounds good. You know, Derek's worked really hard to get all this done and For going. For somebody who hasn't done audio at all, I kind of picked it up pretty quickly. Yeah, no, I, I think you did a really good job uh, kind of dialing it in under the circumstances that we lost a, a podcast producer temporarily. Hope, hopefully he comes back soon. And you kind He's of just so busy. Yeah. You've taken over the role and um, it, it's a hard thing to do. You, people don't realize that, you know, working on a podcast and YouTube takes a lot of time and effort. And I mean, shit. I didn't even, uh, I didn't even get to do what I wanted on this recent podcast just cause we've been so fucking busy. Yeah, it's uh, and and not only that, but we're still trying to uh, rock and roll with a, you know, a website. You know, thank God our team's just killing it on the website and taking a, some of the slack off of us as we work oh, on yeah, other things. Sure. It's um, it's been very, 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 uh, not comforting, but like reassuring. There you go. Knowing that we have a uh, such a good team behind our backs, you yeah. know, helping us out here. Um, but yeah, again, if, if things do sound, uh, a lot little, better, yeah, a lot better <laughs> or even different during the show, we're still, we're still learning the ropes here and what kind of mics do we have? Um, sh sure. Mike, uh, we have the, the Joe Rogan stuff. That was the answer I was looking for. Yeah. Thank you. But, uh, we're better than Joe Rogan's podcast. Hell yeah, we are. Yeah. And, and, you know, we're not, uh, we're not anti-vaxxers. So, <laughs> so we're better. We we're both vaxxed. Yeah. We, uh, Take that, Joe Rogan. Yeah. We stole your stuff, and uh, we're a better show. Now we just need that multi-million dollar deal with Spotify. <laughs> you imagine? That... <laughs> uh, Disney, this Insider Show announced as the new fucking face of Spotify. 
Listen, I would not be mad. I mean, no, me neither. Okay, as far as where we left off, we like to drink with there. Sorry. Um, where did we leave off last week? Taika Waititi, we already talked about the live action film. Yes. Uh, first reactions to what if we dropped. Yep, yep. that is still on. Oh, advanced tickets for 20th Century Studios Free Guy? Did we already talk about that? Oh, wait. Disney renews. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're good. Okay. First photos of Doogie Hauser. Yeah. We talked about Doogie Hauser. Oh, yeah. Okay. And LLC with Ghost Rider. We already did. American Horror Stories release date for. I think we talked about that. Lucy Bolton. And sh- uh, yep. We Esmond talked about D- that. Oh, yes. Wraps filming. Okay. We're getting. Okay. Did we talk about Disenchanted wrapping filming? Yes, we did. Um, we talked about Ramon Rodriguez. Oh, that's right. We did. All right. Now let me go back to page one. Do you feel like the audio is like cutting in and out? It's uh, there's a weird sound I can hear in the background. It's like, I, and it does that. I think it's, it's kind of just like if you move, we're around. still dialing down, down stuff. People don't expect this to be perfect. This is our very first podcast that we're doing it on these mics. So whatever. Um, okay, so then that means where are you? Sorry, guys, <laughs> probably should have done this before we hit record, but that's okay. Um, you know, enjoy, yeah, enjoy. Uh, okay, Infinity War joins the Letterbox One Million Dollar Club. Did I think we, we talked about that. I think we talked about it. We talked about Disney Imagineering video features real lightsabers. Yes, first official for American Crime. Oh, this is where we left off. The teaser for American Crime Story. Did you watch it? I did not watch it. Neither did I. I'm looking very forward to this, though. I'm, I'm, I mean. Did you watch the O.J. Simpson one? I've seen clips of it. I didn't watch it. It's just not my kind of thing, honestly. But, you know. I don't know if this is a compliment for Cuba, but hey, you looked pretty good as OJ. Oh, oh. I mean, congrats. And then uh, fucking Ross Geller as uh, the Kardashian dad. <laughs> oh, yeah, Robert Kardashian. <laughs> yeah, that was awkward. Um, but yes, yeah, so based on the Jeffrey Tubon, uh, Tobin's book, A Vast Conspiracy, The Real Story of the Sex Scandal That Nearly Brought Down a President, this limited series follows the notorious Clinton Lewinsky scandal and the events that followed. The cast includes Sarah Paulson, who is literally Ryan Murphy's like go-to, um, Beanie Feldstein, who is uh, for those who you don't know, that's Jonah Hill's sister, um, as Monica Lewinsky. That is hilarious. I did not know that. You didn't know she was Monica Lewinsky. Nope. That is hilarious. She was like the first one cast. Wow. Uh, we have Margot Martindale. Uh, Annalee Ashford, Anthony Green uh, from Circus Survive. No, I'm just kidding. Um, Billy Eichner. Love oh, hit Billy I for, Eichner. I forgot Billy Eichner was uh, a part of this yeah. series. Betty Gilpin. Oh, Eddie Betty, F- Betty Gilpin. She actually, it was after the trailer came out. Uh, she dropped out and Colby Smulders is replacing her. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Um, then we have Eddie Falco. Oh, no, I just said that, right? Edie Falco. Edie Falco. And then Clive Owen. Oh, he's playing Clinton. That's hilarious. Oh, yeah, Clive Owens, uh, Clinton. I forgot about that. Well, I'm actually looking forward to this because I liked American Crime Story a lot. And this is, is this FX or Hulu? It's FX, right? Yeah, it has to be. Oh, well, cool. Okay. Uh, the Mandalorian, Moth Gideon gives an update. I love, speaking of John, 
his like we are so vanilla when it comes to our titles for our stories, and he's like, "What more movie? More Marvel coming to Hulu?" Yeah, and I'm like, "New Marvel stuff coming to Hulu," reported by Moff Gideon <laughs> teases Mandalorian up or gives Mandalorian update. I'm like, Giancarlo Esposito lets us know what's going on with him. That's exactly how I'd say it. But yeah, yeah. Uh, so this is all he said. You're going to see me kill this baby. Maniacal laugh. Whoa. Oh, oh. Oh, we need yeah. that sound button. That is that is dark. <laughs> so, Skyler, you're going to be my uh, my cue. That's Grogu, by the way. For, uh, for the sound button. So, there's an applause. There's a badumps. Okay. There's uh, laughter. If I say something funny. What, am I funny? Yeah. What, yeah am I funny? You, yeah, say something funny. Um... Why did the chicken cross the road? I have no idea. To go to the other side. You bastard. <laughs> That's not fair. Um, all I have in my head are just not very good jokes. So. <laughs> it's very inappropriate for this yeah. show. Um, okay, so there's just a bunch of stuff on Warren Carlos Uh John actually broke down this uh, pretty much a whole damn interview into different chunks so you it's easier to read and all that stuff um another one from john lucasfilm's blast from the past um it's just i think is this an editorial uh lucasfilm's blast from the past oh yeah it is it's it's a it's a break it's like a deep dive oh yeah he talks about like the the kenner star wars toys and stuff my dad still has a lot of those some old school stuff yeah check it out it's a great article um, Star Wars The Bad Batch got renewed for a second season. I will be honest with you, and people are gonna hate me for this. I don't care. This I is, do. Uh, well, just, I mean I mean you're not a you're not really a cart well that's that's kind of not true. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. You're not really a cartoon watcher, are you? Yeah, no. As we're talking about fucking Disney. As I'm telling you how much I love monsters at work right now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh no, it, it, it's not that I don't I mean, I care about the news for people who love this show. I just just doesn't engage me at all, at all. I'm yeah. sorry. I like the live action stuff. In terms of Star Wars, I prefer the live action stuff. Well, I mean, and it's also... And I know there's a large fan that likes the animated stuff, so don't get me wrong. Well, yeah, the, you have to see the Clone Wars to appreciate what else Clone Wars material is coming out. Right, for sure. Because the Bad Batch were in the actual Clone Wars before they even got their own series. Ah, yeah, true. But I heard this this season is like I only watched like the first two or three episodes, but it right. is fucking killer. Um, speaking on Deadpool, uh, apparently Ryan Reynolds uh, pitched a Deadpool Bambi yes. crossover. Apparently, um, is he the one that kills Bambi's mom? No, so ba- <laughs> basically, it's about meeting the hunter that killed Bambi's mom, and it being his idol. Like he loves the hunter. Oh, that would be hilarious. Um, obviously, Disney did not like that idea, so the next thing he pitched was uh, Korg Deadpool, and that became the marketing for Free Guy, which, again, I will say is the most overblown marketing campaign ever, but it's been really good. Yeah. It's really good. It's just yeah. it's a lot of marketing. comes out next this week, actually, I believe. Hey, but when they make over fucking $500 million on this movie, we're going to be the ones... They're good. <laughs> we're going to be the ones going, oops. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I would have liked to have seen, uh, but I would have liked to have seen Bambi. Like a, like a little tease in Deadpool 3. Oh, that would have been 
But he's like awesome. he pitches a lot of stuff. Like there was the road trip movie with Wolverine. There's uh, Deadpool kills the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Five bucks. Okay, over under fifty percent that that gets picked up for a um, either an episode of Marvel's What If or it becomes its own animated series. Mm. You have you. You I'm can g- tell. You can't tell me right now. I'm that- gonna say under. Under only okay. only because they, I, they're going to do this eventually. Where are you putting it? What do you mean? Where are you putting that content? Uh, yeah. You can't make that PG thirteen. Like you can do things with Deadpool and make well, it PG thirteen. They have Marvel zombies. <sighs> yeah, with I like, but with like but Iron Man's the, flesh being ripped off. But is that the same as Deadpool? Kills the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Like, now you're adding yeah. Deadpool a different character. I mean, trust me, I'd like to see it. Maybe Hulu. Well, when. Why would you throw Deadpool on Hulu, anyways? I'm of the mindset that, sure, throw Deadpool on Disney Plus. So, as a, as a family, you should already know, as a parent, what you're getting yourself into when you see the character Deadpool. Aren't they making an adults section on Disney Plus? That's been the rumor for a long time. I don't think Because where are they going to put, like, Deadpool and Blade and all that stuff? Hulu. So when the movie comes out and it goes to streaming, it's going on Hulu, not Disney Plus. Yeah. So I'd have to bounce back and forth between Marvel movies if I wanted to watch them all secret uh, in sequence. I'd have to go to Hulu and then... if Kevin Feige is one hundred percent serious, which I think he is, not calling him a liar. Deadpool three is going to be rated R, and you're not throwing a rated R Deadpool movie on Disney Plus. Uh, I guess we'll just have to wait and see. Just, I just don't see it happening. Like, how do you do that? How do you it, do the workaround? Well, you because you, you don't set up your family preferences to make sure that the access part of if they the do mature, that. if they do that, yeah. yes, yes, and then you throw a password on it. I mean, you could, and then you could just go there and go put all ages or like. I agree um, with that. If that if seventeen that happens, and below, yeah, yeah, you yeah. can't access it. Yeah, you're hire uh, me, Disney. Get it done. You gonna do the software engineering for it? I did. I don't want to toot my own horn, but we got new sounds on the soundboard. <laughs> <laughs> I did drag and drop the soundboard sounds. <laughs> yes, we did. Nice. Um, but okay. yes, I do agree with you, by the way. Okay. Uh, teaser trailer and poster for Diary of a Future President season two has been released. I didn't watch the first season. I didn't either, but I hear a lot of people liked it. It's just... It's not my cup of tea. It's not, it's not aimed for me and Derek. To be honest with you, well, see, like I haven't been watching a lot of the original stuff. Like I haven't watched the Mighty Ducks. I haven't watched Big Shot. I'm not watching Turner and Hooch. Speaking uh, of Turner and Hooch, have you been watching it? I so I started the first episode, and I don't remember what happened, but I turned it on. Oh, I was watching it with Levi, and then something came up. But it was like what you'd expect from a Josh Peck Turner and Hooch. It felt like a an. It felt like a nickelodeon show more than it did a disney show like Mm. it's josh peck being like quirky with the dog which i I guess is cool i I don't know if the show's gotten any better you know we we got we have to rep the show though check it out you know check out our interview with the star matt hamilton um i'll give it a i'll give it a shot because i i don't you give it a big shot i see what you did there (laughs) Okay, that deserves yes, yes. That deserves a one of these. Well, you're supposed to put the laughing track on. 
Well, it was an applause okay, because well, it was so beautiful. Thank you, thank you. I'll, I'll take what I can get. Uh, but go check that on the website um, for those who like the uh, first season of the... Uh, ooh, did I cut out there? That's okay. You're good. Okay, I don't. I think we. I don't know what the hell's going on with this. Um, God, dude, I'm so glad we're getting new fucking microphone arms. Like, look at this. Like, fuck, man. It's like we're trapped in a spider's web. Yeah. Um, because this, this, uh, the mic's too heavy for my cheap ass little fucking uh, microphone arms, and mine keeps just slowly <laughs> drifting down. So I'm like yeah. having to do this. Anyway. <laughs> Um, to Disney 23 magazine to celebrate Walt Disney world anniversary for fall edition. Go check that out on the website. Um, not a lot to talk about. Yeah, here. Not a lot to talk about. Um, not at the museum. This was hey. our scoop. Thank you. Hey, th- huge thanks to Collider for is this was Steve yeah. Weintraub. Thanks, yeah. Uh, thank you for, uh, Collider Frosty. Yeah. Thank you for, uh, including us in on the, uh, on your story. And yeah. he actually updated uh, the project that we scooped last December before Investor Day, which got confirmed. Um, I did the museum Rise of Kumin Ra, which hasn't been the confirmed title. That's just the title we got. This was our rumor of the week before we wrote it up, huh? It might have Elliot, been. where are you at? <laughs> I have no idea, to be honest with you. He's, he did send me that Word document. I need to go but, uh, produ- look at it. Sean Levy, who directed... The night at the museum movies and was a producer on is a producer on the the animated movie. It's an animated movie for Disney Plus. Um, gave an update to Collider. Yes. Um, so this is what they said. It is in production. Production and animation uh, is still a very different process. I am very actively in hands on producing that. Uh, I've seen two of the three acts in animation form. It is somehow its own thing, but very very loyal to the legacy of those characters in that title. So happening, and we'll be on Disney Plus next year in 2022. So we got a relatively, um, uh, what what the fuck am I trying to say? Um, A slot, I guess, for when we can expect uh, this new uh, animated uh, show. uh, Did you like the Night at the Museum movies? Oh, I love them. Are you excited for an animated one? Oh, yeah. I love them. Um, It's not going to be the same, though. You got to get, like... Because per our scoop, got to give us that credit. Yeah. It's not bringing back the same cast. It's bringing back new actors to do the voices. Which so is not f- just Robin Williams, by the way. Yeah. Well, I really hope nobody fucking tries to do Robin Williams. Just trying leave, to emulate him. Just leave Uly- uh, Teddy Roosevelt out of it. I oh, he's, say Lu- I think Ulysses he's in, Grant. I think he's in it. Oh, someone's going to try and do his fucking voice. I, I mean, if anything, get Jimmy Costa. You know who that is? Yeah, he's the guy that does all the impressions. <laughs> of all Ryan, Robin Williams characters. I think he does Matthew McConaughey and Harrison Ford and a couple other ones. Well, he's in uh, that... Um... Oh, my God. Dude, how am I going to do this? I might as well just take this fucking thing off. And Oh, nailed it. There you go. This is my bitch-ass fingers can tighten it. <laughs> okay, there we go. Okay, I'm not touching it anymore. Um... What was I saying? He was in that solo fan film, which was really good. Oh yeah, he was in. He was in two of them. I don't remember. Oh, the other he one. was uh, the Obi Wan Kenobi one. That one was uh, badass. I mean, you get you get you know what you're getting with these short films is direct yeah, directly but, to YouTube. But he's a good impressionist. Have you seen the Darth Maul one? That's the best one. Yeah, fuck yeah, it is. Holy shit! 
And then uh, don't get me started on the uh, the remastered fight between Obi-Wan and Darth Vader and A New Hope. God, YouTube kids are so... Oh, that's they're so talented. See, I wanted to make like like a super cut of all the Star Wars movies and just when that fucking battle comes up, splice that in and take out the stupid battle. You hear that, Edward Rose? That's your, uh, that's your next project. Yes. Your super cut. Shout Which I finally Rose. got around to watching his supercut of the uh, Revenge of the Sith, by the way. Crazy, huh? Is awesome. Um, okay, next up on the docket is Modern Family co-creator sets eyes on new comedy titled Reboot. This is cool. You're get- Modern Family is one of the funniest comedies of the last generation, uh, last totally century, maybe. Totally. Um, this show is going to star... Keegan-Michael Key and Johnny Knoxville with what? the creator of Modern Family. Yeah, sign me up. This I'm all for. Oh, dude. and for, I, This is for Hulu, I believe. I've yes. been doing a fat rewatch of Key and Peele, too. I love Key and Peele. And I'm excited for the new Jackass movie. Jackass oh, Forever. Hell yeah. Let's do this. Um, do you know what this show's about? I don't... Uh, let me read this, just to be clear. Modern Family's not getting a reboot. Uh, no shit. Um... So the series has already received a pilot order from Hulu. It is described as follows. When Hulu reverts an early 2000s family sitcom, its defunctional class is forced to get back together and now must deal with their unresolved issues in today's fast-changing world. Okay, first of all, this is what it is. It's a TV show that got canceled or something or ran its course, and they're rebooting it, and they're bringing all the old cast members back, and like that's where it picks up. Like, Interesting. That is a great fucking idea. Wow. It's like the Friends reunion. Except better, because it's Johnny Knoxville and Keegan-Michael Key. Hell yeah. Sorry, Friends fans. Um, la, 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 la. So the co-creator, his name is Steve Letvitan. Uh, Let Let uh, and he is co-writing the pilot with John Enbaum from Veronica Mars. Uh, it is being produced by 20th Century Television. So that's cool. Um, no word if it got a full series order, so it's pilot season right now, so you're going to get to see a lot of new stuff coming into development and then maybe leaving, so that's cool. Um, next up is, oh, Ryan, uh, Reynolds gives an update on Deadpool 3. I will talk about this for a second. By the way, there are rumors that Free Guy director Sean Levy is directing Deadpool 3. They're not confirmed, but... That would be cool. Sean Levy's like really tiptoeing around these questions, and I think it's happening. I think, I think, I think Disney saw Free Guy, and they're like, "Oh, this is our Deadpool director." Oh yeah, yeah. I think that I think this is who it ends up being. So, so just a heads up. So uh, he got with um, was it Collider? I believe so. He got with Collider to say the percent chance. I don't know. I couldn't assign a percentage to that. I'd say it's fifty fifty, maybe. Oh, sorry. Um, we're really actively developing it and getting it uh, into pretty good shape. What the hell month is it? August? Oh, yeah. Oh, next year? Probably damn, pretty damn good. I'm not good at rhyme rounds. Pretty damn good. I'd say about 70%. That wasn't bad. It's something that is just a daily process. Writing is kind of like that. Y'all got a lot of time to do it and walk away. And I'm wor- And I'm working with Molly Nexus on it, and it's been great. They're incredibly talented and so, so smart. They understand that the world and know how to zig when everybody's expecting a zag. It's been a lot of fun. 
Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> that's my best Ryan Reynolds. I, can I think that's one of your best impressions you've ever done on this show. God damn it. Really better than my, mm-hmm. or my Watto. That's my best one. I think that Ryan Reynolds. Adnia, you are Adnia. Get your space ass back here. Blue for the boy and red for his mother. Mm, I have a blue pill. No credits only. What does he say? I got money strapped to my thigh. Your Jedi tricks won't work on me. I'm trying to think of something else. Um, He's like, no credits, only money or something like that. Who the hell are you? One lucky son of a bitch. One lucky son of a bitch. The force surrounds us. It consumes us. Mm. Use that force. Spread it. Spread it like butter. (laughs) Force sit in there with them sock puppets. Don't forget. Don't tell anybody. We'll get in trouble. Now I've had the time time of my my life. And I'll it all to you. Boom. 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 I've been waiting for so long. Man, I can't believe we just did that. <laughs> that was just a whole Family Guy Star Wars thing. Yeah. If you can't tell, we're really big Family Guy fans. Um, so that's about it for uh, Deadpool. So we can expect them to start filming sometime next year. 70% chance. I like those. According to Deadpool. There you go. Okay. <laughs> I like it. Um, okay. Something that I probably only give a fuck about. Um, I am looking forward to this show. Watch not, not How I Met Your Mother. I love Hillary Duff. Okay. And the creator or creator Craig of the Thomas show. follows me on Twitter. And What's up? Uh, yeah, his... Shout out to Craig Thomas. I uh, know I just need Carter base. <laughs> Carter your... can be my bay. Get your... Oh, God. <laughs> get your... Wait, uh, wait get do your... it. Carter can be my bay. Yeah! <laughs> I love this soundboard. Uh, We're moving up in the world, you guys. Yeah. Um... See, I wanted to make a joke, and now I don't remember the joke. So let's talk about how I met your father with Hillary okay. Duff, who um, I love, mommy. So Craig Thomas got to Twitter and said he, uh, and this kind of goes along with our um, scoop that we dropped, that they were going to start production August second at uh, at I think Warner Brothers Studios. Uh, you guys can find that on the website too. Um, so Craig uh, Craig Thomas got to see the entire cast together. But so far, we only need to, we only know two castings. So it's all, it's Hillary Duff as the lead, and Chris Lowell. We don't know who he's playing. I um, am willing to bet, and I will bet a lot, that you will see your boy Josh Radner on this show. I'd be willing to bet. I'd put money. I, on it. I would put money that you're going to see almost all of them. But yeah, if maybe. I were going to, if I were, if I were to say, hey, this is for sure. I would say either Josh Radner or Barney Stent or Neil Patrick Harris. It's yeah. so easy. So say this could probably take place in a different part of New York. Who's to say that she stumbles upon McLaren's pub and Barney tries to hit on her? Oh, maybe. Or maybe they have like a little like a like a quick like one off cameo. Yeah, exactly. that'd be kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, like Daddy's home. No, he's not. And then just like just like leave it. Or what could be cool is have like a little stint where she probably dates Ted for a couple episodes and then that's all you see of him. 
What if she dates Ted, but you never see him? Oh, that would drive me fucking crazy. I know. It would. <laughs> I would tweet at Josh. Um, Josh has interacted with me a lot, by the way. Not like talking, but like likes my tweets because I'm a fucking Josh Radner simp. Uh, I was going to say, Josh Sharp likes my tweets too. Calm down. He does? He doesn't do that to me. What the fuck? Well, that's cool. That's Mr. Radner. Yeah, okay, he's, so he's he's very okay. I think I've told this story on this podcast before. You gonna talk about the rampage premiere again? Yeah. For our new listeners, Skylar and I, uh, Skylar somehow scored uh, red carpet tickets to fucking rampage, and it was awesome. Yes, I sat next to um, the guy that plays Guardian in Daredevil. He's like the guy that makes Daredevil suits. Sat next to him. I sat next to. Um, uh, down the row was, um, oh, fuck, Crossbones. Frank Grillo. Frank Grillo. Um, I said, what's up to Terry Crews? That's, oh, that's, that's a big-ass man, by yeah. the way. He's huge. We saw The Rock, and I saw Malin Ackerman. You know, just and it's gotten to the point to where I'm like, these guys are people, too. I'm not going to fucking, you know, like, oh, my God, it's The Rock. That kind of shit. Until you saw Until I saw Josh Radner. I looked around and saw Malin Ackerman talking to Josh Radner. Well, because they're like real, they're like best friends. Oh, that's right. And I turned to Skylar. I'm like, dude, it's fucking Ted Mosby. Dude, it's Josh. It's Josh. And you're like, go say something. I was like, no, <laughs> I can't. I'm so, I'm so nervous. I'm so embarrassed. But that's the only time that I really like got starstruck was, was, was like, seeing Josh Radner, which nobody else would have done. I think that shows you how big of a how I met your mother fan I am. Yeah. And just a fan of Josh Redner himself. He did this movie called um Oh no. Uh it has it's like one continuous long sentence, but it's all one like no spaces. I did not it's like even the know. more you love a love, something like that. I didn't even know he did movies. You haven't seen Liberal Arts with Elizabeth Olsen? No. Oh dude, it's so good. It's Josh Radner, Elizabeth Olsen, and uh, Gary Oldman. I had no idea. Yeah, that was his second movie. Awesome. Uh, anyway, so uh, we should be hearing about more casting news. Any uh, day now. Pretty soon, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so enough of sucking How I Met Your Mother's Teat. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, the internet reacts to the new host of ABC's Jeopardy. Talk about this and then talk about what happened after this. Okay. <laughs> This is so fucking We talked wild. about this news last week that, yes, we did. that some dipshit executive over at ABC for Jeopardy, of course, got the job. That that would be like, you know, if you know, Pete Carroll, the coach of the C- Seattle Seahawks in football, was like, you know what? I don't need Russell Wilson. When he retires, I'm going to quarterback the team. That's some <laughs> dipshit move this guy did. But... But oh, hold on. Okay. So sorry, the reactions sorry. came out, and the reactions were the same. It should have been Lavar Burton. It should have been Lavar Burton. A couple people wanted Aaron Rodgers, which he did do good hosting, by the way. Aaron Rodgers was a great host for Jeopardy. But we all wanted Lavar Burton. Well, guess what the dipshit did? <laughs> Got himself canceled. Didn't even hasn't even gotten the job a hundred percent yet. Now and this, and this guy's disrespecting women left and right who isn't in hollywood god damn keep it in your fucking pants guys jesus christ i have you no... start in one movie and you start jerking off into plants yeah. like what I, the hell is the I, what's well, the cutoff here oh 
<laughs> Sorry. Weird this analogy. Is, this is weird an analogy. explicit podcast. But um, seriously, where the fuck he, does the line get drawn? I have no, I have no sympathy for this. There's going to be defenders of this guy, by the way. Like oh, this always, happened. it's the righties. Yeah, yeah. This happened a long time ago. What? How? You know, innocent, proven. I'm sorry. I have no sympathy for a multi-millionaire dipshit doing stupid things. You did stupid things. Sorry, you don't get the job. Give it to Lavar Burton. Thank you. So think, hopefully he's listen, back in the running. Listen, at the end of the day, Jeopardy is for people ages 45 to 75 or those on their deathbed. <laughs> this Jeopardy is not for us. That's so true. We are not watching Jeopardy. We watch Family Feud. But if you get LaVar Burton and I'm channel surfing, I'll turn it on to see, hear him read a couple questions. Reading Rainbow. Wow. And he was a uh, Star Trek. Uh, uh, oh, that I don't give a uh, Star Trek nerds, help me out here. Uh, laser eyes. Laser eyes. Yeah. Taser face. <laughs> Taser face. Um, you get it. You know, sucks to suck, dude. You know. <laughs> we have no sympathy for you, homie. Yeah, sorry. LeVar um, Burton, it's yours. Take yeah, it. Okay. Now. Uh, next up is uh, a new Spider-Man No Way Home tie-in provides some clarity about the film setting. I don't care about this news at all. Um... Well, it's sad that it's sad. I know. Well, yeah, for sure. But I don't care about Indiana Jones five and I'll write the story. What I'm sure I make sure that nobody else writes it up. (laughs) Make sure that you fucking write it up. Too bad. John's here. John's here and he loves Indiana Jones and has now staked his claim. Damn it. There you go. John, John. stop writing Indiana Jones. We're forcing this on Skyler. No, no, he he will not because one of his stipulations was, is like, hey, if Indiana Jones pops up, that I, I would love to cover that, and that's why I want to join your well, team. Well, yeah, we brought him on because he's a huge, like, Lucasfilm advocate. Oh, yeah, he is. So, in Indiana but Jones listen, is Lucasfilm. It's sad that people are getting excited for children's books because you haven't gotten a trailer yet. Yeah, that's That's, that's, that's the state of Spider-Man we're at. So, enjoy. as Skylar said, this is a children's book. It's called Spider-Man's Very Strange Day. Oh, God. Um, what a cute is, little tie-in. It is written by Kalapi Glass and illustrated by Andrew Kolb. Nice. Um, <clears throat> this is the official, uh, official synopsis. This delighted, stylized picture book will take Spider-Man and his friends to a whole new location. One pack full of mystery and magic. Just waiting to explore. Just waiting to be explored. I'm Deadpool. I hope you put on your brown pants. This sounds so stupid. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, yeah. Uh, it's... I'm a Debbie Downer with this story. I, I just does not do anything for me. You know, if you want to buy it and look at cute little drawings, that's cool. I'm not going to knock you for it. Yeah, but... go read about it. The rest, that was a synopsis. Uh, if you have kids, uh, this would be probably a pretty good present. Yeah, you know, I read. agree with that. I 100 or something like that. Levi would like that. Yeah, for sure. Um, something quick. Black Panther also on top of Infinity War joins the Letterbox One Million Watched Club. So good on Black Panther because it is like one of the best MCU films. Um, so here's some High Republic for those uh, who have been really into the High Republic books or the comics or whatever. Um. Scott Penn, who penned Star Wars The High Republic novel, uh, The Rising Storm, talks about the villain Mar- Marchion Rowe. I think I'm saying that right. I don't know. Um, let's see here. Uh, oh, boy. Take a hipster version of Throne. Cross that between manipulative ex-friend you've ever had and adds more touch of crazy. That's Rowe. That is awesome. Let me reread that. So... 
This is what John has to say. He said, uh, if you've been reading the Star Wars High Republic novels and comics, you know exactly who Marchion Rowe is. And like me, you've been listening on Audible. Your skin crawls when the narrator Mark Thompson breathes life into Rob's Stachio musings. Simply put, Rowe is a bad dude. Take a hipster version of Thrawn, cross that with the most manipulative ex-friend you've ever had, and add more than a touch of crazy, you get Rowe. Um, so the, uh, I'm still trying to like figure this out. Uh, let's see here. Uh, do, 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 do. So Kevin Scott, uh, sat down, um, with, or Dustin starwars.com's Dustin Dial sat down with writer Kevin Scott about the book. I really struggled at first to know whether we should see it in his head, said Scott to StarWars.com. My first instinct was that we should never see it, uh, see uh, in his head. Uh, I guess it means like what he's thinking or something. Wow. Uh, but then I kept writing scenes, and when I da- and when I did exactly that. But he's so fascinating, and because I don't want him to be the cipher in the book. Um, and you guys can go see what he looks like. He kind of looks like infa- uh, uh Infant's Nest? Infant's Nest? No, you, you got it. I said it right? Okay. No, look at that. It's it's very Infant Nest. An infant... Infant... Infant's Nest. Infant's Nest. Yeah, so, kind of, yeah. Yeah, so it looks like Infant's Nest. Um, I do find him a fascinating villain because he's a great manipulator. He is not necessarily a great planner in the way that we've seen with the Emperor or, to an extent, Darth Maul, but definitely Dooku. Oh, and, and definitely Dooku. But he's someone who rolls with the punches and reacts very, very quickly. And I think that's why I find him so interesting and what makes him crazy because he's very difficult to knock down. So uh, that's 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 pretty cool. So if you guys are into that, uh, there's a little breakdown of the villain. Sounds like a shit person. Sounds like the executive producer of Jeopardy. <laughs> uh, moving on. <laughs> I love it. Thank you. Thank you. I'll be here all day. I'll be here all week. Um Chronicle sequel in the works with a female lead. This is something that I love Chronicle. I love Chronicle. One of the only good Josh Trank movies out there. Because if you guys have seen Capone. Um, Fantastic Four. See, that's when we need the. Uh, yeah. Play the wah, wah, wah. Hold on. Wait for it. Has anybody seen Josh Trank's Al Capone? Because it's boring as fuck. Thank you. Um, so our friend Simon Thompson, who we've talked about a lot on this podcast, uh, he's a writer for Forbes. Uh, he caught up with producers John Davis and John Fox who, about Jungle who, Cruise. They are producing everything now. Oh, I'm. I, they're they're I attached. Don't doubt it. They're attached to Flash Gordon. They're attached to also a, a, a biopic. A new recently announced biopic, Jungle Cruise Two. I've seen their name more in the last two weeks than I've ever have in my life. It's crazy. Um, so producer John Davis said they're working on a sequel to the hit film Chronicle. Uh, however, they are focusing on a female lead. This is what Davis had to say to uh, Simon Thompson from Forbes. Oh, okay. Chronicle was literally the best return on investment any of my movies ever made. Chronicle we did for twelve million and it grossed one uh, one hundred and twenty six point six four million worldwide. That is a huge, huge surplus. Um, then it had a huge afterlife in syndication. 
It was one of the most financially successful movies in my stable. So we're working on Chronicle 2 right now, and I think it's going to be great. We are working on it as uh, at Fox, which is now 20th Century Studios. It's going to give us a chance to tell the story in a different way. We are going to tell it from a female point of view. It uh, will have been 10 years since the events uh, happened in Seattle, and a lot of it is going to deal with fake news and, the real, and real news and cover-ups. Seriously, what our world is right now. Uh, more interestingly, it's the next generation getting these powers that are corru- that are corruptive. These are young women just finishing college. They are empowered, and this is their journey. I mean, what a new interesting story you can tell there, and I do agree. I think a I think if you were bringing f- uh, female characters into Chronicle, oh, it could be like Birds of Prey style. It could be so fucking cool. I like Birds of Prey. Over under, if- how? What are the odds that we're going to get um, Alex Russell, Dane DeHaan, or Michael B. Jordan back? Under. Okay, I thought that too. Because Dane DeHaan's character dies, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. I don't think Michael B. Jordan cares about Chronicle. No, the dude's going to be Superman. Who the fuck cares? <laughs> um, <clears throat> something quick. Uh, EA is going to make. A lot more Jedi Fallen Order type games set in the same universe. So that's cool. Jedi Fallen Order is awesome. I still have to uh, record more episodes and finish the game on the YouTube channel. So that's cool. Um, Dan Levy, who I am a big fan of this right now. This is awesome news. Uh, to produce and start a new animated series called Standing By at Hulu. You wrote this. You talk about it. Yeah, so uh, he's making the move. Uh, Are you following along on your phone? Yeah. Sick. He's making the move from uh, Netflix to Hulu, which is probably smart considering Hulu and Disney Plus are just becoming streaming monsters with all the stuff they're developing. Um, Not to mention this is an animated, Standing By is the series. It's an animated series. Hulu, their animated adult content is the most watched content on Hulu, believe it or not. Um, So they have Crossing Swords, which people like. Solar Opposites from the, the people that did Rick and Morty. They have Rick and Morty on Hulu. They have Family Guy, American Dad. They're working on a new show called Koala Man. They have Modoc. They have Hit Monkey coming. Modoc uh, sucks, by the way. Uh, well, yeah. Did you see the trailer? I watched the first couple episodes. Yeah, I needed to see the trailer, and that told me everything I needed to know. <laughs> um, uh, so, for those that don't know, Dan Levy actually has oh, an overall. Levy. Sorry, I thought it was Levy. Levy, Levy. It might be Le- Eugene Levy. No, it's Levy. Oh, okay. You're right, you're right. Um, he has an overall deal with uh, ABC Signature Studios, which is owned by Disney. Yep. And they also own uh, 20th Television Animation as well. Um, but Standing By is a satirical look into the lives of a group of eternally bound and disgruntled guardian angels and the lessons they'll eventually learn from not only the dysfunctional humans they're in charge of protecting, but also each other. Aww. Levy will voice Carrie, the newly deceased cynical spotter, which is, this is going to be perfect for him, uh, to the group who had a lonely, isolated life in New York City. Um, it is being written and directed by Ali Pankew, who directed, uh, epi- welcome. who directed episodes of Shit Creek and... <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for it. <laughs> really funny. Uh, she... Oh, man, Gotta give she, myself a self five for that one. She directed a uh, shit. 
You slap yourself on the face to get I'm me holding high five. this down. Oh boy. I slap myself in the face. Um, I'm crazy, dude. Don't fuck with me. She can <laughs> do it. If someone's got them Deadpool balls on because they think they're good with their impression, you better be quiet. Um, Someone didn't wear their brown pants. They wore light, light brown. Hope your shit's that color, bitch. I would have to leave this <laughs> show if that were the case. Uh, yeah, so she directed episodes of uh, Shit's Creek, which is awesome, by the way. So this is cool news to oh, me. Oh, Shit's Creek is yeah. one of the best uh, sitcoms out she right now. She also directed episodes of Hulu Shrill, which stars uh, SNL star. Um, I got to try and remember her name off the top of my head. She is A.D. Bryant. Ah, I like A.D. Bryant. She was funny. Yeah, so she is directing and writing the show with... Uh, Dan Levy? Producing, yep. Yeah, nice. So, cool news. I, I really like this news. And Hulu's just... I. The more and more you check out the Diz Insider, you're just seeing Hulu news so like crazy Hulu. because they're developing such new and original content. And you all like to bitch about original content. So now that you want it, it's on Hulu. Get the streamer. You saw that stupid the boring bundle pack. You saw that stupid streamer ad with uh, Dave Batista with his a fucking ponytail. Yeah, that was weird. Let's um, roll. We have a review of episode fifteen of the Bad Batch on. I think that's this. Uh, oh no, it's it's the season's coming to an end, so it's not it's not over yet. God damn, I'm burpy. Um, more movie. Uh, this is the second time I've done this. More Marvel on Hulu. Thank Signs you. point to yes. Great job on the thumbnail. Uh, Since you already talked about Dan Levy, let's you, you talk more about Hulu. Because uh, I don't care. Hulu's head of scripted content, Jordan Hellman, is excited about the possibility of working with Kevin Feige. Uh, they tried really hard to make Hellstrom. I've heard Hellstrom is... Marvel Studios is going to find a way to do Hellstrom on their own. Nice. Not Marvel Television. Kind of rumor of the week, um, but oh, not, but it's not has not, not not really our rumor of the week. Uh, our rumor of the week's Disney related, but there's something we're hearing. Uh, anyways, they tried it with Runaways, Cloak and Dagger, you know, New Warriors. I feel like there's so many other ones. Um, anyways, so short. Charlie Cox coming through the door, you know, seeing Kristen uh, Kristen Ritter through Netflix. Yes, yes, um, yes, 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 yes. We know these people are coming back. <clears throat> over under they throw the netflix series on hulu under okay i like this game now <laughs> yeah however jordan helman hulu's head of scripted content remains thrilled with the whole prospect um he this is what he says to deadlines peter white marvel continues to be an incredibly important partner and one of the biggest generators of content within the disney ecosystem so we're excited about the possibility of what may lie in the future with the relationship of Hulu and Marvel. Modoc season two, probably looks stupid, so maybe not. <laughs> Hulu also has Hit Monkey. We just talked about this a second ago. Another animated series coming later this year. The series, which comes from Josh Gordon and Will Speck, tracks a pissed off Japanese snow monkey who tries to take down Tokyo's crime underworld. With the ghost of an American assassin by his side. This should be good, but I'm not excited at all. Really quick, I figured this out. I don't know. Your your setup on the on the mic is a lot better. There we go. 
Because oh, cool. yours hasn't fucking moved once. I was like, how did I finesse that? Uh, anyway, um, cool. Uh, yeah. Is that it? That's it. <laughs> um, so, more ScarJo shit. <clears throat> so, people are coming out of the... Uh, uh, Coming out of the what the bushes, <laughs> sure, uh, praising uh, Scarlett Johansson and kind of just dunking on Disney. Uh, early Friday morning, the current president of the Screen Actors Guild, Gabriel Car- uh, Cartiris, Cartiris, God, fuck my dyslexia. Um, he issued a statement uh, rallying behind Johansson, saying Scarlett is a shining white hot spotlight. Oh. Yes, she is. On the improper shifts in compensation that com- companies are attempting to slip by talent as distrib- uh, as distribution models change. Um, she, oh, Gabrielle, she, sorry, thought that said Gabriel. Uh, she added that she thought the company should be ashamed of its bullying and gender shaming tactics. Uh, a separate joint statement issued by the organiza- uh, organization's Reframe, Time's Up, and Women in Film previously criticized Disney's effort to characterize Johansson as insensitive or selfish for defending her contractual business rights. Uh, despite all the support in her corner, Johansson's decision isn't entirely without critics. Unbiased Disney lawyer Daniel Pecorelli, that's uh, Italian, uh, also released a statement Friday alleging the suit was highly orchestrated PR campaign to achieve the outcome that is not obtainable in this lawsuit. Fucking asshole. You guys just fall asleep to that? I did. <clears throat> I, I, You know, Disney, you're in the wrong. Sorry. Yep. No no other way to say this at, at this point. It's been a circus ever since you guys let out that stupid, uh, you know, PR stunt. Like, oh, COVID. Oh, good God. Yeah, stupid. So, yeah, everyone's going to come after you now. Like, everyone's going to support Scarlett Johansson, who's one of the most respected actresses in the industry. Sorry. That's just how it goes. Yep. So, you know, this isn't over yet, though, for sure. No, this will probably take years. Um, Talk about some Obi-Wan news. This is kind of boring news. Uh, Why don't you take this one, Derek? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Uh, Enderia Varma, who uh, you probably have seen in... Uh, dude, I thought we had Maple Story fucking odds on here, and I was like, "How do they know? How do they know?" Um, the FBI. Yeah. Uh, Indira Varma, who you uh, many of you have seen in Game of Thrones, she plays someone Sand. Her last name Sand. I cannot remember her her first name. Um, but she is saying that this is kind of like an independent movie, which I can see. I mean, it's probably not going to be a, a very high budget, not a lot of visual effects. I'm assuming. Oh, I think there's going to be tons of visual effects on this. I okay, think person- lightsabers. We get it. <laughs> I think anytime you're using the volume, you're, that's just, uh, yeah, you're right. I, 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 that's just my opinion. Listen, are we not under the impression that these series, like the man, well, for which has only been one, unless you count Marvel as like series. Like these are all mini movies. Yeah, no, I, no, that's true. They they're not they're not like Agents of Shield where you can just sit there and be like, oh my god, this is very Ugh. tacky visually and kind of corny writing. No, like the Mandalorian just fits within these theatrical universes. I mean, it does, but the shows are much vast and theatrical, like a Game of Thrones or. Um, 
I mean, you can make an argument for uh, Vikings. There you um, go. There you go. Uh, Outlander. There you go. Uh, I just, I already thought that all these series felt like different films. Like WandaVision kind of felt like a satirical film. Loki kind of feels like a, you know, a mystery film. Uh, Captain America and the or Falcon and the Winter Soldier felt like an espionage uh, heist action movie, spy thriller. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, the Mandalorian is a western. Yep. So they all feel like movies to me. Um, so I mean, since you cool. since I you're mean, basing this off of different genres, what do you think Obi Wan will be like? Uh, martial arts samurai. Mm, I can uh, yeah I can put the, I can get behind that. Um, in Anyway, so Varma uh, got with Metro UK. She said, it's such a beast, like an octopus that needs wrangling, but I'm having a brilliant time. What a weird analogy. Yeah. Uh, obviously, I can't say anything about it, but uh, of it, but director Deborah Chow and Ewan on the acting side have somehow made it feel like an independent movie. There you go. I guess it's just, you know, just being... I don't know what she's talking about. <laughs> Everyone has Let's input. Let's just pretend. Yeah, there is no fraying. Once you once you said octopus, you lost us. Yeah, sorry, sweetie. Octopus, you lost us. Okay, this Can't next news it. is uh, news I do not care about, but I'll talk. I'll touch on it. Uh, the streamer uh, we've talked about streamer, uh, the website streamer on this yep. show a couple times. Uh, they've learned that High School Musical. The musical, the series, the <laughs> stupid title, stupid title, by the way, stupid title. Oh boy. And by the way, if you're a high school musical fan and you're thinking season three will have Olivia Rodrigo, you're out of your mind. Um, they haven't confirmed season three, uh, but it looks like they've kind of like huge now, right? Yeah. She's not coming back. She doesn't even like the, the lead actor, Joshua Bassett, who apparently is a piece of work. Oh, um, anyways, I don't know off the top of my head. I'm just reading drama on. You know, my favorite magazine, Teen Vogue. True. Uh, (laughs) They've learned that if a season three happens, that all the episodes will be one of those ones that drop at once. And then Um, you can... This has been talked about And don't worry about a season four if they do that, because they don't have faith in that. (laughs) Yeah, no. Good God. Uh, So, yeah, there's your high school musical news for the week. Here's some Marvel news that I'm actually really excited, because Emily Van Camp is a mommy. Um, Sharon Carter is expected to be in Moon Knight. She was to me the weakest part of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I think. I thought she was so. I like seeing more of her character. She's a very interesting character. I just think there are stronger female characters in the MCU. I just, I, I'm, I, it, it, this is hard because I, you're right. She is mommy, <laughs> and there are two good things about her character in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. If you know what I'm talking, real quick, about. you know what another sound we need is oh yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> Why did I fucking knew you were going to do that? Anyway. Um, there, so no. uh, that's, I mean, that's it. You know, she's, uh, it's a rumor that she will have a role in the uh, Disney Plus uh, movie. Moon Knight. Oh, we need I, a horn too. Uh, so many ideas. Listen, she's the power broker. Of course, she's going to show up in these Disney Plus series. I, I This is not shocking to me. Yeah. Talk about these next two. Mainly uh, the one after this uh, 
Mon Mothma. Oh, uh, across <laughs> the galaxy, Lego Star Wars. So basically, uh, this is kind of cool. This it's like you, an overview of what we of talked the week. about. Yeah, yeah, it's a, an overview of Star Wars. Check oh, it out. So cool. John's so passionate about Star Wars, so check it out. He's also passionate about Indiana Jones 5. I'm sorry. I think you're crazy, John. Um, and this is why I think you're crazy. On the website, there's a new post from John saying, Catching up with Indiana Jones in Croatia. Uh, he's there with uh, his lady, Callista Flockhart, and he looks like he's about to die in this photo. Uh, <laughs> don't care about Indiana Jones, so I'm moving on. Um, Star Wars fit R2-D2 is a Disney Fab 50 character. That is kind of cool. It's like an all-gold R2, right? Yeah, he joins uh, 49 other iconic Disney characters molded in gold. Uh, to celebrate Walt Disney World's 50th anniversary. That's cool. Yeah, so, yeah, check it out. R2-D2 looks awesome. Don't ask me what the other 49 characters are. I couldn't tell you. <laughs> and by the way, we've talked about this before, uh, overpriced hotel, so screw you. Uh, yeah. This is cool. I am so excited for this. Muppets Haunted Mansion. This is cool. Entertainment uh, Weekly released the first look photos for Muppets Haunted Mansion. Um, and then Gonzo. That's my Gonzo impression. <laughs> Let me talk about Muppets Haunted Mansion. Give yourself an applause for that oh, one. Thank you. Perfect. I'm not the uh, impressionist here, so if I can get one, <clears throat> I'll try it. Um, yeah, so they dropped some first look photos. Uh, for all you losers, that uh, this one goes out to disgusting, horrible Candace Owens, uh, weirdo right winger. Uh, Kermit's in drag. Get Get over it. Suck it. <laughs> um, Boom. It looks awesome. And Miss Piggy's kind of in drag, too. She's wearing, like, Kermit's skin. All creepy. They got a weird relationship, by the way. Uh, another photo is Gonzo and <laughs> Pepe the Prawn. Um, kind of wearing, like, some old-school Haunted Mansion garb, which looks awesome. I think that looks so sick. Listen, the Muppets isn't always awesome. Like, Muppets Now was awful. And I'm still not a fan of the new Kermit voice. They should have oh, never yeah. let go of Steve Whitmer. We should get Josh Sharp to do it. Mm, hello. He does so good. I can't even do a Kermit impression. Somewhere over the rainbow. No, I see. I can't do it. Hi, Miss Piggy. That's better than I can do. Hello, Miss Piggy. Oh, Kermit. God damn it. Hello, Miss Piggy. I can go. Fire. Fire. I am Cornholio. I am Teepee for my bunghole. Mm, tell me about your bunghole a little more. Uh, okay. <laughs> How old are you? Oh, God damn, my baby's in my head. Oh, I'm going to get you guys. Oh. Too gross, too old. All right, class, now we're going to take our guitars <laughs> and we're going to play a G chord. Jesus. Those are all the main characters from the Beavis and Butthead series. Anyways. <laughs> uh, this comes from the direct, the end of the effing world lead star, Loth, uh, Alex Lothar. Can I say something real quick? Have you watched all of Black Mirror? No. He was in probably one of the most uncomfortable fucking episodes. He played like this child's uh, molester. Or, like, uh, he got charged with, like, uh, child pornography. This kid? No, no, no. Not in real life. In the show. The kid was charged. This kid's, like, 16 years old. He's not 16, dude. He's at least in his 20s. Really? Yeah. He was in Black Mirror. Um, 
basically he looks it's like, like a child. No, he's like in his twenties. Yeah, cool. Yeah, disgusting. His name's so Alex. Just every time I see him, I'm like, oh. <laughs> uh, well, he's going to be an Andor. Don't know who he's playing. Uh, shout out to the director for your scoop with Felix Garardo from, J- uh, from Josh. Netflix's Narcos Mexico. Mexico. <sighs> Don't do those impressions, please. It was a uh, it... yeah. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> um, now we need a. We have that one. We should have a boo. I want a boo for yeah, your well, shitty castings that you do. <laughs> oh, God. Lewis Tan. Boo. Daniel Day-Lewis. Boo. Did you just boo Daniel Day-Lewis? For Callahan in Big Hero 6. Why? You just booed the greatest actor of all time. Yeah, but there's some projects that they shouldn't touch. And we'll tell that to uh, someone like a Chris Pratt who when already on the phone with him <laughs> when he was announced for a Lego movie. Everyone's like, "Ew, Chris Pratt's doing a Lego movie." He was Andy Dwyer. Of course, he would be fucking awesome for a Lego movie. Ugh. Tell that to you're uh, not seeing Daniel Day Lewis going around. Tell that to, acting like Disney and shit. Tell that to James Corden who ended up doing the Emoji movie, which sucked. Ugh. So then, Peter Dinklage. I don't and know. The, and then he Patrick went, Stewart was in there. And then he went. He went on to be a uh, a cat. He went. Yeah, he went on to play a fat pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Give so. yourself a laughter for that one. <laughs> Anyways, and his his talk show is at the bottom tier of all of the talk shows. Oh my god, have you not watched Seth Meyers? That shit is boring. It would used to be really good. I used to watch Tonight. Uh, oh. The Tonight Show. It was and it was really good when it was Craig Ferguson. Yeah, oh, I loved Craig. Ferguson. Late Night was really good when it was Jimmy Fallon too. Yeah, he's kind of like softened t- up with Tonight Show. Yeah, oh, that is true. That's yeah. a great point. Yeah. Um, Late Night just sucks. Yeah, but the Roots though. Oh, I like Jimmy Kimmel. Band. I don't care what anyone says. I think Jimmy Kimmel's funny. Oh yeah, I Jimmy like- Kimmel's band is the shit too. And we we talked we, we've talked about this on a show in the past. I think. Jimmy Kimmel was probably one of the best Oscar hosts in recent memory. When we watched Jimmy oh, Kimmel yeah. just roasting everyone, he did great. Kind of like Ricky Gervais. He's good, too. Oh, yeah. um, last story he for saw the... your boobs? Yeah. <laughs> Seth MacFarlane. Oh, God. Every... Who is he talking saw about? Kate Winslet's boobs in Titanic, Revolutionary Road, The Founder, and anything you're filming right now. <laughs> <laughs> and she, oh, she was so upset. She was? Yeah, she was up. They Oh, they were all upset except for Jennifer Lawrence. But she had the leaked ones. These were all movies. I, I, well, I know. <laughs> Jennifer Lawrence is like, yeah! She's like, heck yeah, I did that myself. <laughs> or, or his best joke was Tommy Lee Jones, who's apparently notorious for being the hardest person at interview uh, from like people who uh, that sit down in front of him. I forget. Was it Jake Hamilton or so, from uh, MTV? Someone on Collider might have said it. Um, they were saying that Tom Tommy Lee Jones is one of the hardest people to interview, and a lot of people back that up. Oh, I thought you said Tommy Lee from like Guns and or from Motley Crue. Tommy Lee Jones, yeah, Men in Black, yeah. Uh, but Seth MacFarlane said, "Good evening and welcome to the blank an- uh, uh, Oscar ceremony." All right, now it's my time to let everyone know 
that it's time to see if I can make Tommy Lee Jones laugh, and he rolled his eyes. He was not a <laughs> Seth MacFarlane fan. A lot of people were not a Seth MacFarlane fan. I thought he did a good job. I love Seth MacFarlane. Pushed, you have to know his fucking comedy background. He pushed the boundaries. You push the boundaries. Yeah, push the boundaries. Listen, if you you're push gonna, the boundaries, actresses, actresses, if you're gonna show your boobs in your movies, at least let Seth MacFarlane make fun of you via yeah. song, yeah. show tunes. Uh, last thing, uh, stupid, we all know you got paid more for it too, uh, of course. Uh, stupid news of the night: lost Indiana Jones novel, which was lost for a reason because it's Indiana Jones and probably sucks. Lol. Uh, novel to be released as an audiobook, probably read by Harrison Ford. So. Uh, <laughs> If you're looking for an alternative... Indiana Jones in the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. If you're looking for an alternative to Ambien, well, there you go. <laughs> I love it. So uh, that's your news for the week. There was actually a lot of news. Yeah, I was shocked I know, there was a news. lot of news. I'm like, dear yeah, Lord. We didn't have a fan cast ready for this week. We are. We were so trying to like get this fucking audio shit down. So hopefully it's as good as I think it is in my ear. Uh, we just have to see what it sounds like on the uh, actual recording. But, there you go. Skyler, it's that time for the rumor of the week. Boom. All hit right. us, hit us, boy. I love it. Now, hardcore Disney fans will know this as I was doing some digging. Uh, I was actually telling Derek, like, hey, we were hanging out. Was it Sunday? Was it yesterday or Friday? Or We hung out yesterday. I, w- I was telling you, hey, man. We were driving to get some of the equipment, and I was like, "Man, I've been trying to dig around for, for some for some scoops, and I found something that I can't confirm." And I just figured I need a rumor of the week this week. This is going to be cool. This is for the hardcore Disney animation fans. There's a group called the Rescue Aid Society. They're from the Rescuers. I have learned. I wish I could get this confirmed because it would be a cool scoop for the site. But, you know, here's your rumor of the week. I've learned that a Rescuers animated series, a continuation, is being developed by Disney+. And it's under the working title Rescue Aid Society. Now... Yeah, let's rescue them. Obviously, um, (coughs) you got your lead actors from the Rescuers who wouldn't be able to appear. A lot of those actors sadly passed away. But I th- and and no disrespect, like they were great voice actors, great actors in general. Um, you have m- m- more notably um, Ava Gabor, sister of Zsa Zsa Gabor. She was in the Aristocats. She was in both Rescuers movies, and she was on that show uh, Green Acres, which uh, was one of the hit shows. Uh, Sounds like, like the seven sixties seventies. Sounds like a milk company. Yeah, Bob Newhart. I will say this: Bob Newhart still alive. He is. Uh, you know, in his 90s now. I don't know if you get him back. I believe he's 91 um, or 92. But he's alive still. He voiced uh, Bernard, Bianca's love interest. Uh, but you can get someone to come back and voice these characters. You can get someone that sounds close to. You know, Rescuers is a property that I think hardcore Disney fans like. And I think they want to rejuvenate that. They were trying to do a Rescuers TV series for Disney Channel back in the early 90s. When uh, things didn't pan out, you know what the rescuers turned into? Uh, no, I don't. Think about rodents that rescue people. Stuart Little. 
Oh boy, Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Damn it! I was just about to say that. Yeah, so uh, so it's cool. They're doing a rescuers series for Disney Plus animated. A oh. lot of people were like, "Oh, why not live action?" But you know, talking rodent movies. We'll have to wait and see how Rescue Rangers does um, before true. we. Start. Well, I mean, Ratcatcher, <laughs> two. Yeah. That... Oh, we didn't get to talk about fucking Suicide Squad. It was cool. It was a good time. Yeah, better than I guess the original it's not our place, huh? Yeah, it was. It was better than the the first Suicide Squad. Oh my god. The f- I don't even remember just, there was a first Suicide Squad. Two favorite characters go: Polka Dot Man and King Shark. I liked Rat Catcher too. Oh, she's mommy, and <laughs> I actually really liked Bloodsport. It, it might have been the best thing I've ever I've seen Idris Elba in, in quite some time. Um, enjoy that rumor of the week. It's yes. a great show. Well, I th- we it's pretty successful so far on on our on our thing for fucking. Uh, getting all this new equipment last it felt like christmas dude we got like two new really really expensive marks we got a new uh got new sand paneling here um new headphones yeah uh new mixer have my camera we're gonna get more cameras in the future to get all those angles back we have a fucking studio guys it's a full fucking studio it's Um, enjoy the quality enjoy everything there are some things i want to let you guys know uh Please, please share this podcast on all social media that you have. We're still trying to get Uh, this on Apple. We need a call. uh, Yeah, share this podcast. Subscribe. Leave us a review. We'll read it on the show. If you're on YouTube, don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Uh, We're almost at 1,000 subscribers. We're hoping to do something really fun with uh, YouTube Live once we get to that milestone. 24-hour conversation. Oh, geez. That'd be crazy. Started on a a Friday. Yeah, started on a Friday morning and ended on a Friday morning. We'll like play games. We'll that's a week. Oh no, no, that's not what I meant. I mean Saturday morning. I was like, I was what? like week long fucking oh. stream. You guys yeah. can watch me work. Yeah, subscribe. Yeah, subscribe. Share the YouTube videos. We're, we work really hard on YouTube. We know we've kind of been slacking on the content, but we're still working things out with our. Well, team. it's now just pretty much me. So, um. You guys can still find uh, episode 54 and the Disney catalog, episode 7 on YouTube. Episode 54 doesn't have the fun uh, edits that I usually do. We were just time crunching. Yeah, I know, boo. Uh, We were time crunching. Um, Yeah. Check out the other episodes. Tell your friends, like what Skylar said. We have a new video dropping. Well, you guys are listening to this Wednesday. So it's already on the YouTube. Josh Sings. Oh, it's on YouTube. We're introducing him. Uh, he's going to be doing Disney covers because he is the voice of a fucking angel. So he, we're starting with a wish upon a star. I wonder what you are. Oh, jeez. Uh, give but- me, give me some applause. Yeah, I deserve that one. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't forget to check out the DizInsider.com for all the stories Derek and I talked about today. Share all the articles. Uh, shout out to our amazing team over at the DizInsider.com for all the hard work they do. Your views on the website uh, is huge for our writing yes. team, and it helps them out uh, tremendously. So check out the website. Share the articles on social media. Follow us on all social media. You can follow me, Skylar Schuler, on social media. You can follow Derek, Derek Cornell, two I's instead of L's if you're trying to follow him on Twitter. Uh, I pop up. Yeah, you'll, you'll, you'll find You him. type in Derek Corn, I pop up. So there's yeah. no need for the I's. So but Skylar, I get to say this to you today. What? So you're going to hit the button when we say two. 
That way it flows. And then we can adjust in future episodes oh see where God. this goes. Hey, Skyler. What's up, Derek? Play me that sweet, sweet outro music. You got it. And, uh, <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, oh, I'm not. T- take that off. Hold on. We're having technical. De- no, take it off. We got to restart. <laughs> You have to hit it at two. Ah, sorry. <laughs> you were so excited. I'm, I'm new at this. You put on the drums. You put on the fucking outro music. <laughs> I suck. Oh, God. I quit. Okay. And a one, a two, a three, a four, a five. Bye. Goodbye, all. Oh, I like it. <laughs>